just grab them in the brisket. Okay, so John, uh, before you hit record, I have this super awesome intro to come in with the. Okay. So I just want to get everybody on the same page uh, because it's only kind of a one shot deal. Yeah, we've been recording now for God dang a it. while. So I'm back. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that's how it is. Guys, it's the Grabbing the Brisket podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, I realize that a lot of you guys are stuck at home, a lot of you gals are stuck at home. Uh, doing the, the, the self-distancing and the quarantines and all stuff like that. Um, you guys stay safe, stay healthy. We appreciate you guys listening. Let's just jump right into it. Let's do this. Let's go into it. What are we going to talk about? So, uh, <laughs> what are we going to talk about? I feel like Alan just, just joined. He's like, John just, yeah. Alan's John. like a, a video game. He's like, just joined. Uh, third player just joined. John and James go through so much, getting insane together, and then Alden walks up. All right, guys. So, what are we doing today? Yeah. I'm like, oh, what's happening? God, <laughs> you want to do a podcast? Where you been? <laughs> well, what's going on? Hey, you ever talk about recording your voice and putting it out there for a little bit? Sure. Okay, so uh, today we we got a few things planned. We got a few articles that we came across that we're going to discuss. Uh, uh, we have a special guest today uh, that we're going to bring in a little bit and uh, have a little fun with, and then uh, we have a little bit of a brisket episode or knowledge that we need to drop on the people uh to finish out our brisket ology 1.96 fiver <laughs> whatever it is uh, captain's law <laughs> exactly so uh how's everybody's week been week's nice. been solid week's been solid um i'll tell you how my week started if anybody's cared to uh, did you hey, shoot anything week started, um, what'd you shoot i did not shoot anything i shoot a cabinet or anything but um <laughs> My little one, she happened to uh, be washing my car the other day, and uh, not unbeknownst to her, I guess you could say, she uh, put the water hose into my tailpipe and filled my muffler up with water. So filled more than muffler. Yeah, damn thing was on for a while. I ran that thing. (laughs) That went up into your motor. Honestly, that was probably that that, that was the best his Fiat ever sounded. (laughs) Without a doubt, which is weird because Alvin has a Fiat. And now everybody knows I own a Fiat. Thank you, thank you, John. License plate is two YL. There's no other. There's no better way cleaning the inside of your engine out than just sticking a water hose up your tailpipe. She's like, I'm gonna clean it inside and out. Yeah, like. And she didn't know any different, so I couldn't even get mad at her, you know what I mean? But uh, I did have to uh, leave the car on for probably, how long? Around eight hours? Well, you well no, you yeah. left it on. You drove it around. That's all you can do. Yeah, it like, looks like it, eight it hours. It didn't go into your motor. There's, it's not how it works, whatever else. Well, it's how it floods. Well, luckily, for sure. luckily my, my uh, muffler was at the very back of my car. So there was well, no way it could travel up. Well, it can with pressure. It can. It just kept running out. Yeah, it kept running yeah. out. So I, um, yeah. you know, I put it on the incline or whatever on the on the decline, I guess you could say, and uh, to let all the water out. So uh, that's how kind of my uh, week started. Yeah. All now, I know is we yeah. had to move a whole lot of really heavy stuff, and that all conveniently happened right before we had to go. That is very <laughs> right. true. Yeah, well, you know, he ran that for hey. eight hours, and it went through a quarter tank of gas. No, <laughs> that is very well, true. So, so, so John. And and I and Matt took a U-Haul, a and, big ass U-Haul. Yeah, no, just just you know, we 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 did some working. Alden was supposed to help. No, Alden's supposed to do a different job. I was supposed job. to go do a different no, no, job. I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. To, 
we get back. Alda hasn't gone anywhere. And yeah. I feel like you could have helped. Yeah. <laughs> and his car is running and sounding like a bong. Yeah. I did I did call John and told him. I said, hey, I could have been there. Did I not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we're already there. Yeah, that was helpful. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Hey, thanks for calling. As he's thanks. like, as he's like loading, he's like, Ugh, I got it. Yeah, I, I was like, "What? What? I, I gotta go! I gotta go!" Yeah, yeah. It was, it was something else. By the way, uh, James, um, I noticed that the bottle of Zing Zangs aren't on the table anymore. <laughs> yeah, oh, they, they're they're there. I see them. I just okay. Yeah, those are my bottles. That was another funny Dude. story. So they got dropped off. Tell us how that worked. Yeah. Out, so James, James so, gets so, one. So we go out and do all this work, and then I was rewarded with three bottles of Zing Zang, uh, <laughs> two big jars of pickles. Uh, some gloves and whatever else, right? And it's it's not like I like really worked that hard in the beginning. I I think I did a better job unloading than loading, to be honest with y'all. You did great with both. Um, but <laughs> I love the fact that we show up and we go to storage and we're unloading, and all of a sudden we get a little text matches. And James is like, obviously like, hey. Who do I have to thank for all of this stuff? Right. You put, like, you, you put your little stash on his bar. Yeah. So I brought everything into James's garage. I put it on his bar. I was like, we're unloading real quick. We have to go to the storage. And then I see this little dirty text message well, from... I was so... Like, my, my mood went from, like, elated to happy to, like, oh, my God. He's making <laughs> Bloody Marys without me or something. Like, he's, he's doing things. I should be there. So, uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, he has not touched them. They're still there. And Bloody Mary Sundays is still a thing. Yes, it's going to happen. So last weekend we did Bloody Mary Sundays. Uh, I'm pretty sure we had like a shit ton of drunk people. Of, like, there were definitely some drunk people. Yes, there were. Jan, so are we going to put it again? Are we going to put Fireball in the Bloody Marys this Sunday? I'm not. You know what? We're not. <laughs> we're not going to do that. Um, Hey, if we run out of vodka, I may do that. Guess what works? I mean, if you just maybe want to make saying, a first place, Bloody I make Mary, the best but... Bloody. I don't make the best <laughs> Bloody Mary. I don't. But if there's a competition, I will probably win. That's how Good it is. Lord, Man, it it works. That's here. how I. Hey, it listen, works, right? Six times. Oh, James is chiming in. What's going on? Six-time Bloody Mary champion. I win it There's with no, alcohol. No denying it. No doubting. I mean, mm. it, it it he is a champ. But before we get uh, really too far into the episode, uh, let's go ahead and just bring our guest in. Uh, so we, we we've talked about uh, Dusty, a uh, friend of the show, that uh, for I don't know how many different episodes. Uh, so he's well, been listening along. Yeah, pretty much all of them. Yeah. Uh, so he's been listening along. Huge fan of the show. So we we uh, he reached out to us. Uh, I think he had a couple of um, stuff that we're doing as far as the cows possibly maybe sleeping on one side versus the other side. So he did a little research, and plus he's got some other stuff that he that we want to talk on. So I mean, it just it's cool to get him on. I'm still very no, I, intrigued. I'm intrigued by you know which way they sleep. Correct. You, you yeah. know what With, I mean? Without so, a doubt. So but, we'll get to it. But let's not like slide Dusty here a little bit. So Dusty is he's a rancher. He's an entrepreneur. <laughs> He's a rancher. This guy is putting things together. He, he went from a big city to a small city. He also washes cars. And he also he washes cars. Dusty, I'm sorry. I got my car washed today by a different person. 
Uh, that's okay. You don't. I would have. I would have so drove it to your. I would have drove it to all the way to the Grange just for you to wash it. I'm trying to get it show ready. Yeah. Well, hey, this guy I, just makes money moves. I mean, that's all you could say. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Solid dude. Well, great, further, great friend. Pre- uh, so let's go into it, uh, Dusty. Uh, how's your week been, yes, sir? Uh, it's been busy at the car wash. Uh, believe it or not, I was. Uh, Taking some time off, trying to, uh, quarantining myself, and I kept having to turn away customers wanting to get their car washed. And, you know, I don't, I don't deal with the customers that much. It's more of a, uh, they drop their car off, uh, wash it, and then they come later to pick it up. So, you know, it's it's a pretty easy transaction as far as uh, not dealing with the customers directly. And I got tired of turning customers away. So this week's been pretty busy. I had a Full day today and a full day on Tuesday. I took yesterday off and I got a full day tomorrow. Tomorrow and I'm already starting to book up for next week and got a full day next Tuesday and next Thursday and so it's it's filling up. People are wanting to get their cars washed, believe it or not. So how's it like Good in a you. small town? Um, you know, because obviously you know it's a small community or whatever. So if, if one person get, I'm not even talking about the coronavirus, but I mean everybody wants to get their car washed still, right? Apparently, I'm surprised, but yeah. So, do you, is there people you turn away? Are you wearing masks right now? I mean, what do you, what are you doing to combat I'm, to circum I'm circumvent? Personally, the, uh, not wearing. I'm personally not wearing a mask. Um, there are people that are wearing a mask. I've had some customers drop their car off wearing a mask. Um, they try to keep their di- their distance. They drop their key off, put it on the desk. I go pick it up. We don't we don't interact or anything like that. And then there's others that come up and they want to shake my hands and give me a hug. You know, they're just, uh, they're just not worried about it. So, um, you get a mixture of, of both kinds of, of people. Hey, hey, Dusty. Uh, so, so for, for the viewers, people listening, go ahead and describe, um, how big is your town you live in? Uh, we're 4,700 people. Um, so we, I live in LaGrange, uh, Texas. It is infamously known for the chicken ranch. If you don't know what the chicken ranch is, Google it. Um, it's pretty interesting. So I Googled, uh, um, I Googled it yesterday <laughs> and here in a minute. Yeah. And, uh, nobody, the old timers in town do not like to talk about it. Um, that you try to bring it up and they'll, they'll basically just cut you off. They don't want to talk about the chicken ranch at all. Um, but, uh, but anyway, it's a small town. Um, I live in town, even though we have property outside of town where our cows are, we don't live out on the property. We live in town and, um, you know, it's a, it's a very, very tight community. I mean, it's, it's no different than Pearland was growing up. And Pearland was no longer the town I grew up in, which is why we left. Um, you know, Pearland growing up, it was 30,000 people. And now it's, a, you know, 120, 150, depending on what numbers you're looking at. And uh, 150,000, you know, and it's, it's just, it's too big. So we moved out. And uh, it's great having a small little community. Everybody knows everybody. And uh, it, we love it here. Absolutely love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So when we have guests on, we typically ask a few questions. Uh, It's kind of the standard, like, uh, uh, just uh, to get the stories out there. Uh, And one of them is is maybe first vehicle or first time getting drunk or, hey, maybe the first time that you, you know, barbecued something or whatever. First time you got married. Any stories that pop up for you, Dusty? Uh, Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I knew this question was coming because I listen to your podcast every single week. So you know, I, I know how it's how y'all do it. And, Dusty, uh, so are, you, I was are, are you a mega fan? Uh, I, you would call me a mega fan. Yes. Okay. I. I I religiously listen to y'all every week when it comes out. And the one week that uh, I think John was slipping a little bit and let the <laughs> podcast come out like two or three days late, I was texting James going, dude, where's the podcast at, man? I got to have it. I got to have it. <laughs> and it. Uh, John, John finally dropped it. And, and so uh, I appreciate that, John. Mm, I'm here for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, real quick, because you mentioned uh, first truck. So uh, ironically, uh, the very first vehicle I ever owned was a uh, 1990 Chevy pickup, extended cab. I say ironically because uh, I see that truck every day. Uh, in fact, I parked next to it today. Uh, it was in my family from 1996 till about three years ago. And we sold it to a local guy here in town that owns the Mexican restaurant that everybody frequents, uh, Las Fuentes. And, and um, so I see it every day. Las Fuentes is the restaurant next to my car wash. So I see the guy pull in to the to the Mexican restaurant to work every day as I'm working at my car wash. And so I get to reminisce about my very first vehicle every single day just about. And um, so that, that part's kind of cool. Nice. Do, do, uh, do you, uh, just in the back of your mind, like, do you know what I've done in that truck? Or uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, <laughs> let's not get creepy. Well, I'm talking maybe taking it mudding or something. Yeah, uh, that's not. That, that's not what he was talking about. Hey, I, I, I think James was talking about. So, do you have a black light in that truck so you can see all the uh, the mishaps that have happened, or, or per se, I guess you could say. I don't know. Black lights so, show everything. Uh, <laughs> you don't want a black light. Um, so yeah. My, yeah. Hey, look so up. Don't look up. My, oh, my God. What is that? <laughs> so my wife is my, my high school sweetheart. Um, when we started dating, that was the truck that I was in. And um, What's her name? We, we have Janae. Uh, yeah, and uh, so we have spent some time in that truck, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> gross. But, yes, the, the truck so is gross. a uh, – the, the truck was a jacked up, lifted with mud tires, two-wheel drive. So I had to learn how to mud in a two-wheel drive truck to hang with my buddies um, because my truck was not, not four-wheel drive, but I wanted a four-wheel drive truck. So um, the best way to learn how to mud is to learn how to mud in a two-wheel drive truck um, because once you get four-wheel drive, it's just gravy after that. That's I agree awesome. 100%. That's great. I agree 100%, dude. Mm. Yeah. First time getting What's drunk. All right. All right. Wow. So I was uh, 14 at my uncle's bachelor party huh? in Longview, Texas, at a bar called the Rusty Nail. And my uncle's uh, groomsmen thought it was funny to start giving me shots. And I was drinking, keep in mind, this was back in like 1994. I was drinking Zima. <laughs> and, uh, hey, I'm gonna pull that man card right there. You done? Hey, shut this guy up. Right, he yeah. has no more. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry, we're hey, losing you, Dusty. All right, Dusty, we're it's, lost you for a second. Can out. you just please just stop for a second? Hang on. Uh, I'm gonna redeem. Nope. Just hang on. No, nope. I don't know what to say. <laughs> you putting Jolly Ranchers in it? Yeah. Yeah. This was, the was there gummy Jolly worms? We didn't, hey. we didn't, nobody knew about putting John. Who carried your purse? 
Hey, did you just, like hold my purse? Watch this. That's my no, purse. No, no, no. So, so anyway, I'm 14. I'm drinking Zimas. The the guys are buying me shots at the bar. And next thing I know, my uncle is on the phone with somebody, telling them we have a minor. Is that going to be a problem? And they he apparently the answer was no. Uh, we hop in the car and we hightail it out and it's just the guys we've left everybody else behind and it's only the groomsmen and me and I have no idea where we're going and lo and behold we end up at a strip club and uh, I can tell you this when you're 14 years old at a strip club the strippers treat you like their child I, I mean I was on stage I was getting private lab dances I had cigars shoved in my mouth I had drinks shoved in my mouth I was wait 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 are you saying that strippers give their children lap dances <laughs> you tell me I need to have a how uh, old were you I need have I, I need were have you a uh, 14 did he say 14 he said that's how yeah, they was, they treat 14. their children <laughs> I need to have oh. a fake ID so next time I go to strip club I need a fake ID hey. to make sure I'm 14 We'll Dang. say we'll say eighteen for the sense of um, just, um, yeah. For the sense of just saying it. Look, I dated a stripper one time. I know what it's like. First of all, you can't buy anything, and second of all, she always has change for a twenty or a fifty or a hundred dollar bill. Just saying. <laughs> well, I never dated a stripper. Oh, okay. Geez, that oh, that's bad. a that's a good first drunk story. That sounds bad. Yeah. Uh, Did you throw up? (laughs) Oh, I was still in the bathroom at the strip club throwing up. And we have (laughs) pictures of us going back. So we get back to the the hotel, and there's a picture of me passed out in the bed with my very unproud mother taking my my contacts out for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. man. I can only imagine your mom. Like the contacts out of your phone or the contacts out of your eyes? Hey, which yeah, contact do you think we're talking about, eyes. Alden? Uh-huh. It? Okay. The eyes. I'll tell you. I don't know. Well, I'm telling you. I don't know. Yeah, before you say it, the eyes. All right. All right. Love it, Dusty. Um, I got a few stories, a few little uh, things that I can uh, bring up to you guys and just get your feedback and thoughts about the whole thing. And then we'll jump into the, the, the barbecue portion of it. And then we'll transition over to the barbecue fails, wins, or whatever we want to finish up with the at the point. And maybe at one point we might ask Alden to give the people the business when he's ready. But not not right now. Maybe. Not, now. Just, not right maybe now. Maybe in a couple nope. minutes. Not now. Yeah. Okay, so I came across a couple of articles uh, today. One was, okay, so I guess with everybody being quarantined and everybody being home, you have this company out there called... Ed Smart. Have you heard of this? No, I've not. This this company is offering five people a thousand dollars each to binge watch Harry Potter, the whole series, plus the Fantastic Beast series. That's a lot. I like that's a lot of hours. I do like those. So what's the catch? There is really no catch. You just have to. I guess online you have to go and. I guess you have to. Maybe have a little bit of a social media presence and then put yourself out there and maybe you're tweeting or live streaming or doing whatever it is. But I mean, uh, you get a thousand bucks. I think they said it was over 25 hours of screen time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and they didn't get. What do you mean? What are you aiming for? I'll do that for a thousand bucks. Not worth (laughs) it. They didn't give a time frame as when it had to be accomplished, but Mm. you got like a hundred dollar Grubhub gift card. You got a bunch of Harry Potter like popcorn snacks and all that good stuff. But (laughs) maybe if there was like okay, say twenty five twenty five hours, would you guys go all night? binging i'm coming over here this weekend to watch it in your garage like we're streaming that this weekend yeah i would i would definitely do that (laughs) for a thousand bucks guys i would do a lot of shit (laughs) for a thousand for a thousand bucks i would quit this goddamn podcast (laughs) (laughs) is that it simple I like. I would definitely Let's pour money. Yeah. Hey. What about what about you, Dusty? What do you got? Fifty? I got fifty. I, I, I would definitely do it for a thousand. There's not a whole lot I wouldn't do for a thousand dollars. Thank you, Dusty. We ain't got nothing else to do right now. So, um, do you like guys, Dusty? Uh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Well, like- I'm not really sure that's. <laughs> it can't okay. Be. On to the next one. <laughs> on to the next Jeez, one that I got. So weird. I'm just going to just keep I'm, moving on. Mm-hmm. Dusty hey, on you his know toes. What? Hey, time Move out, on. Time out. Time Put out. Dusty on his toes. Alden, <laughs> if you start drinking at like 4 o'clock and power drink till our podcast, we have to part ways for a little bit then. It's not It's not working. That was a good question though. Yeah, that's, that's Jan's true. role. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's very I am true. the only drunk here, guys. That's very true. Jeez. Okay, please. second one. Okay, guys, so... Danish company, a Danish brewery, has come out with a powdered craft beer. Uh, what? A powdered craft beer. So, essentially, what they've done, what they have created, they've taken beer and they've put it into a vacuum at like a very low temperature. And then science, science, science stuff science, happens science. to where they have a powder. No liquid. Freeze-dried type powder, no liquid. Oh, that just sounds awful. And they sprinkle it. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. He's getting somewhere. The catch. Yeah. Here's the catch. <laughs> that sucks out all the alcohol. What? What's the point? What? So what? Basically, you take this powder and you dump it into water or drink, and it has the flavor of a craft beer. So but I don't drink no duels. But no alcohol. Yeah, no. you're getting a powder no duels. Yeah. I'm yeah. drinking a craft of I'm duels. drinking the uh, what's what's the Heineken zero point zero. Yeah. So you're losing weight at this point. Jesus, yeah. right? What well, unless you maybe you uh, mix like a vodka and soda no. and like dump that in there. No, and that's gonna taste like real crap. I'd rather just drink a vodka and <laughs> soda. Yeah. No. Again. Next. Yeah. <laughs> what Worst about you, Dusty? Are you, are you partaking in that? Who, who's buying? That? No. Who's buying that shit? I mean, that's. The stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. This is the shit that people outside of the United States yeah. are creating. You said this from Denmark? Uh, uh, Danish. Yeah. Yeah. Denmark. Denmark. Bad, bad yeah. form Denmark. Yeah. For all We're of our also, uh, Danish uh, viewers out yeah? there. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, it's not yeah. That's so weird. Uh, that's not Danish? No. Is that not a Danish accent? I feel like they would <laughs> no. say that. Uh, let me, let no. me hear it again. It's yeah. the most yeah. Hey, uh, Danish uh Bread or da- whatever. We're moving along. <laughs> now bread. Okay, so uh, uh, another one. So okay, apparently scientists. Uh, I don't know where. I mean, the government funds 
a lot of just stupid nonsense mm-hmm. as far as like projects and just <laughs> research or whatever. I don't know where this particular um, research came from, but apparently scientists are using magnets to see if it affects the head onto a beer. What? The foam onto a beer. Look, and okay. let me let me go a little further. Okay. They're not wrong. I'm there gonna, there I'm, is a magnetic effect to head being poured onto your beer. Where's the magnet at? What does it do? I don't understand. Where's the magnet at? It reduces the head on your beer. Yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> I kind of want some. Some. Listen, listen uh, all you're saying to me, and this infuriates me, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, it does what? Infuriates <laughs> me. He said it magnetizes him. And, <laughs> and this, <laughs> is a, this is a common problem that happens with our government and probably multiple governments and whatever else. A study has to come out and the government pays like, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like a $6 billion study of how magnets affect how the uh, the foam the, of a beer the poles, the southern pole, happens. the northern pole. I'm like, yeah. the these are our tax pole. dollars. We're yeah. paying for this. This is a ridiculous thing. Uh, it, it, this is so horrible. No, and, Jan, and you're, actually, look, you're looking at this all wrong. We just need to make our own study now. The no, effects of no. like brisket eating so <laughs> for I, five individuals on a you know two month long period. So basically, Matthew. if I if I do a handstand <laughs> eating a brisket, it's going to make it taste better, right? Matthew. Why not? If, if we're going to get paid to do it. Let's but do it, it. We're only we'll doing see. a study on Alden eating a sandwich <laughs> upside down. That's right. The I actually agree with you. I think that we should come up with our own study <laughs> for brisketology. And get paid. <laughs> and we should study the way brisket is eaten and the way it tastes. And does it taste better uh, upside down? Maybe it tastes better with magnets. <laughs> it might. Does it taste better? Maybe we put magnets on our brisket and eat that. I'm just saying there's just something there with all the iron and everything else. Yeah. Hey, maybe the brisket uh, tastes. I will lobby. I'm putting together a thing, and you I, know I think all you have to do is just do a like a, a paper or some type of research, like a um, bunch of papers and notes stuck together mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and submit it to the local government. Okay, and say, here's my research, okay. guys. Come on. Can you imagine this? Okay, okay. I'm gonna paint a picture for you. Right. <laughs> imagine that we put together a whole. Like syllabus of how we were going to make magnets work with brisket, right? And at the end of the whole study, after you gave us like sixteen million dollars, we showed you a video of us getting drunk and just eating brisket with some magnets around, right? Some crazy fucking rager that we do. Hey, what do we? Lined our barbecue pit with magnets. How would that affect the smoke? Holy crap. Where are we going? It, no, I'm just saying. Imagine this whole thing We've and gone submitting it and going, thank you so much for your $16 million. Uh, We just got... Beyond. We just got beyond. Beyond yeah. infinity. I love it. I'm on grants.gov right now looking up the eligibility requirements. This is happening. <laughs> hey, guys. Grab their brisket and grants.gov. <laughs> We're doing this. Okay. We'll see you in like a year. Let me ask you this. And I'll ask Desi. Desi. Yes, I'm listening. 
Have Dusty. you ever maybe cracked open a beer or maybe got a whiff of a beer and like, well, that smells a little bit like weed? Like, yes. Like, like a little, little skunky, like a little yeah. weed. Just like, a little dank? Little, yeah, a little bit. Um, you're not too far off. So what I just learned today was that hops are in the same family tree that weed is. Uh, marijuana. Yes. Cannabis. Yes. Correct. Ganja. Yes. These kind of hops. Exactly. You are your mom. Yeah. So uh, a, a company came out, uh, and we may have to do a little research, and maybe we'll do a nice second beer review of this, but it's a Pioneer Throwback IPA. So it's 4.9% dry hopped IPA brew. Well, that's in a five. They <laughs> brewed it to smell like weed. Hmm. Hmm. Hey. No joke. A guy came to work uh, the other day, lit a I, cigarette. It smelled like marijuana. It was still a cigarette, though. Sure. Or is that what he told you? Or <laughs> no, he no, it's a said it was. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's a cigarette. Right. Was that a marijuana? Hey guys, was that a marijuana you, cigarette? Let me ask you. I mean, would you drink a beer that smelled like weed? I think I've had it before. No, so. I would not. Is it, is it cold? <laughs> would I drink it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if it's cold, I'll drink Why it. Why would you drink a beer that smelled like weed? I've drank beers that smell like all, all kinds of shit. Yeah. If it's cold, I'll drink it. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> okay. Just because it smells like weed doesn't mean it is weed. Why right. not drink it? Yeah, they actually say it no, tastes I'm not I pretty try good. It. Yeah, I would try it. Uh, 90 second beer it, review. Here's, another, here, here's the other question. It, does it smell like weed in the unburnt form, like the natural form, or the burnt form? Because they smell completely different. I, I would agree with that. I don't know. I think Dusty, need... That's a great, that's a fantastic um, thought so, process for that. Is I don't it know burnt? about that. They, they smell the same I, I to me. Know. No. Is it uncooked? Yeah, well, we need we to try it out. Weed. It smells the same. Uh, we need to order some of this. Yeah, 90 second beer review coming up. Weed beer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, I do want to tell you guys a story. We all like stories, right? Mm. Mm. So my daughter had a big ass splinter in her uh, abdomen the other day. It's horrible. Yeah. I had to bring her over to to James's house and let Laura pull it out. And this splinter was, I mean, it was pretty, like, I'm, guys, I'm. Inch you know, long? Yeah. No, nah, probably not that big. It's probably about three quarters of an inch it's long. About a toothpick size long. Whoa. But Holy thick. But, it's very, but very thick. And just, she showed up with it, just right there, just boom, boom, boom. So, um. But she was a trooper about it, you know what I mean? And Laura, so Laura, who's James' wife, um, she was pulling out, and she couldn't pull it out at the first time. Just boom, boom. Like, like if, guys, if I'm telling you, like, if you grab your shirt and just pull it, that's the way her skin was going. Just to pull this uh, thing out. James was there. Yeah, uh, apparently this, this um, splinter had some barbs, and it was grab-holding skin. And so, as Laura was yanking on this uh, big ass splinter, the skin was coming with it. I was like, it was not giving. Like, uh, and then I think she yanked on it a couple times, and she was crying, like, uh, like, <laughs> wow. Or it's like, just, and I'm watching her you just yank and pull. I'm like, holy crap, just fucking That's rip it out. Oh no, she's like, 
and the Quit skin's like coming go. out this this far, like pulling out. It's like pulling a shirt, oh. dude. Like it was like this, and her skin was doing this. It was crazy. Yeah, they finally um, got out. I mean, it was good. Finally got out. Yeah. And she's alive. Hey, lesson learned. Hey, don't do a fireman style slide down the pole on a old wooden well, pole. <laughs> do, do firemen do fire stations? Do they still have the poles? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. They're reserved for the strippers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, let's 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 go. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about brisket. Yes, we let's, are finishing, let's finishing up. up the the brisket tutorial brisketology volume and, 436 yes. and my you've dad your brisket, my dad wants to know brisket. my dad wants to hear about it he called me right, today just to hear I'm about to tell it tell a random okay. story do i get to tell yes. a random story go sure. for it dusty all right this is a pretty funny random story okay uh so this is back when i was in college at a&m in galveston and uh I I was out cruising the seawall one day with two buddies of mine in my Camaro. And that's important because it's a Camaro with T-tops. So that's going to come into play later. Okay, And we had the T-tops off, and we're cruising around, underage, mind you, drinking. And it was about 2 o'clock in the morning. We're headed back to our uh, dormitory. And a buddy of mine, we, well, we stopped off at Jack in the Box on the way back. And so we stop at Jack in the Box on the seawall, and, and we get our food to go. And we're headed back to the uh, dormitory. And on the way home, my buddy says, I got to take a shit. And I'm like, well, you're going to have to hold it till we get home. And he's like, no, you don't understand. I got to take a shit now. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? He said, just pull over. And I'm like, okay. So I turn down a side street right off the seawall. And um, I see behind a, a store is a bunch of boxes, okay? So he pulls, I pull over and he gets out and he's in the back seat. So he gets out and uh, he straddles the box and takes a shit. And me and my other buddy sit there and wait on him. And he gets back in the car. And, and afterwards, uh, we get ready to drive off. And he's like, hold on. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I don't think I'm done. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, dude, I, I got to go again. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So he gets out, he straddles the box again. Well, I think it's funny that me and my buddy, we drive off and leave him. So we circle <laughs> around, and we're coming back to get him, and, but we're, we turn off the headlights, and we're creeping around the corner, sneaking up on him. And as I'm coming around the corner, I see him. He's standing up against the wall with his hands up against the wall and his pants around the ankles, and there's a guy behind him with a gun to his head. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's getting mugged. And about that same time, I hear, turn off the car, get out now. And I turn, turn to my left, and there's a gun pointed in my face through the T-top. And I'm thinking, I'm getting carjacked. So we get out of the car. It's undercover narcotics officers. They think we're back there doing a drug bust. Mm. <laughs> or, I mean, doing a drug deal. So they're trying to bust us. And... Um, and so, uh, of course, we're not doing anything like that, but we're underage, and we're drunk, and we're driving. And, um, and so they, uh, the cop says, what are you doing? And I said, my buddy said he had to take a shit. And he goes, why would you let your friend take a shit on the side of a building? And I said, he said he had to go. And he's like, all right, I'll be right back. I'm going to find out, find out what, you know, what my partner's doing. You know, I'll, I'll be right back. 
I look over at my buddy who was riding passenger, and he's eating his jack-in-the-box during this whole process. <laughs> he, he's not waiting until we get home. He, he's opened up his bag, and he's eating his burger. Okay? Shit's getting cold, bro. And, uh, yeah, exactly. So um, so anyway, my buddy who's uh, uh, you know, got his pants down and the hands up against the wall, he gets dressed, and he comes running to the car, and he goes, go, go, go. And I'm like, what do you mean, go, go, go? He says, just go. And I'm like, hold on. I need to know, like, go like the cops are letting us go or go like I'm running from the cops go. I need to know what you mean by just go. And he's like, just, just go. And I'm like, fine. So I get in the car. You know, he gets in the car and we just drive off. And I'm like, what happened? He goes, they got a call and they're leaving and they let us go. End of the story. But that was a hell of a night. What did you say his name was? I'm not saying his name. <laughs> hey, first name, last name? Um, Talon Initials? Initials? We got initials? Hmm. Wow. I love it. I can only imagine the cop is like, what's in the box? <laughs> like, the, no, yeah. there's nothing in the box. Sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, there is something in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what's in the box. Sir, you don't want to see what's in the box. No, no, give me that box. And just like reach his hand in there like, shit. <laughs> it's yeah, poop in the box. Of, uh, reminds me of the scene in Dumb and Dumber when they get pulled over and they've got the bottles of beer that they've been peeing into. And the officer's like, what do you got there? And he's like, uh, no, officer. And he's like, uh, you know, whatever. And he drinks it. That's, yeah, that's what that reminds right. me of. Yes. yes. That's when that guy starts beatboxing. Like, basically. Right? Yeah. No. 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 What? Uh, when he was drinking the pee, he was he was beatboxing at that point. Why don't no. you sit the next go plays out there, buddy? <laughs> okay. Damn it. All right. So we're gonna slide into the 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 barbecue portion of this. I mean, uh, we talk a lot of stuff other than barbecue related. So it's gonna yes. be stories, and it's gonna be barbecue, and it's beer, and all that stuff like. So we're we're, we're actually finishing up. Brisketology. Brisketology. Yes. Finally, volume 743. 9.7? Nine yes. Uh, and if okay. you haven't been following along, we did we did trimming, we did injecting, we did seasoning, we did cooking. We have videos for all of those. We have episodes for all those. Go back, listen, watch all that, that stuff. I'm this is probably volume four, five? five or six, five, something yeah. like I think that. five or six. And yeah. we're just going to talk just real briefly about what you do after you've rested your brisket and you're ready Actually, to slice I'm not, it. I'm not even sure we actually discussed resting we can touch on it real quick yeah we can touch on it a little so bit. let's go into that as well so uh the people out there that are, they're just tuning in hey check out the previous episodes check out the youtube check out the website you can find all those uh links to the videos to find all that stuff out there but before we get into the actually trimming of it let's bring dusty back because uh before we mentioned uh, selecting briskets. I, I think it was the very first episode that we yeah, did. Yeah, we've gone back and forth like four times Without about, a doubt. Yeah. about it, it, cows laying down. Yeah, it was the left-handed, right-handed brisket. Correct. Right? That, that's where the, it all came from. And so Dusty did a little research for us. And uh, hey, Dusty, take it away, bud. All right. So first of all, clear up for me um, or t- or. Let's remind our, our listeners here um, what it is that – which side it is. Uh, is it the left side or the right side that is the best? I think it's the left side brisket that is the best. It, 
and and because they they lay on their left, and so the theory is they use nope. the right muscle to get nope. up, or no, it's the opposite. The, it's, yeah, it's the opposite, the opposite side. So, and, and truthfully, I'm not sure if it's a. So, I guess uh, Dusty, that was our question: Is it the left side or the right side? Yeah, what side are your so, cows laying so, on, Dusty? So we, we really never ever definitively ever said, so, "Hey, it's this right. side," but we 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 just said. It's one side. Uh, a cow lays on one side, right. so you want to buy this side. Of so the I would, I would say that maybe they're laying on their right side, predominantly, and that's what side that they're pushing up on. Pushing up on, and you want to buy the the left side, right? All right. So here, here's the thing, and here's this is again my opinion. It's bullshit, and it's bullshit for two reasons. Okay, so even if you try to prove me wrong on one of them, it's still bullshit on another reason. Okay, mm. the first thing is, so we I've looked like at this. all these cows driving around, my my cows, other people's cows, looking at, or do they lay on their left or they lay on the right? The first thing is, they all lay pretty much upright. They're just favoring their their back hip either to the left side or the right side on the back hip only. Okay, and. I have seen almost, almost an equal amount. There was one pasture I, I passed where there were 14 cows laying down. All 14 cows were laying on their right side. But mm. I've passed other pastures that had all the cows laying on the left side. So it's, I would almost. There's something wrong with those cows. <laughs> Obviously, there's something wrong with those cows. <laughs> we <laughs> like the cows laying yeah. on the right side. We don't like the cows laying on the left side. Right. Uh, please continue, so, Dusty. Right side. So right side. A good, a good analogy for this comparison would be there are predominantly right-handed people in the world compared to left-handed people. But that doesn't mean being left-handed is never heard of. It's, it's, it's maybe less rare than right-handed people, but there are millions of left-handed people out there. Yeah, right. So right. We're there just saying more Dusty. cows that lay on the we're just saying right side's better. What right we're handed is better. Is, in your opinion, since you're a rancher, is predominantly do the cows lay on the right or the left? I would say, based off of the numbers that I counted, I yes. counted more on the right than I did on the left, and because. Because there of we that go, one folks. pasture that I saw nope. 14 on and one side. Please cut him off. There's no more information <laughs> coming from this guy. I want to hear his second point. What's the yeah. second point? Yeah. So there's, there's a second point to this. I don't care which side that they lay on. They all raise up straight up and down, upright, ass first. So I don't care if they're laying on their left side or their right side. They all roll center before ever getting up, and then they get up hind up first. So well, they're not using the one muscle versus the other muscle pr primarily. They're using all their muscles to okay. get up. Well, like so a they're not even using well, the get muscle to get up ass first. Dusty, uh, okay, okay, I'm not trying to be an ass or anything else. Yes, he is. But when was the last <laughs> time you were a cow? <laughs> I'm just telling you. And man, I rest my case. I even, and I rest I my case. Him, I even called a local Listen, butcher. 
even called the local butcher. Maybe my and ass gets I, up first. It, they Maybe get up I, ass first. They no. all roll to center. Maybe my ass gets up first, Dusty. But I guarantee you, I always put one muscle in front of the other. And it's a left or a right. For me, I'm left-handed. It's always a left. But I have a feeling that all those other cows, it's a right. Yeah. So, I mean, I... <laughs> I th- I think we can probably maybe debunk I'm just kidding. this. I, love yeah. I, I think it's just bullshit. Hey, when you're looking at your That's brisket, good stuff. make sure you have a brisket that is nice, well marbled. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Picking it out. Don't don't get left caught right. up in left side, right side, west side, left coast. We don't care. Hmm. I mean, west side, left coast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fine, bro. Okay, let's just get into your brisket is done cooking. You've already vented it because we talked about venting. Mm-hmm. You rest it for how long, Jan? How long you rest your brisket? Right, so uh, this is also this is very important to be honest with you. Yeah, resting your brisket one of the most important any like, meat really. You cook a steak like you rest it for ten minutes, fifteen minutes before you right. cut. Right now, now magnify that by a thirteen pound steak. It's crucial that you rest this thing. Uh, minimum, I would say two hours. A minimum rest for a huge brisket is two hours. Yeah. If you're doing anything different, and by the way, it, you're not losing temperature, you're not losing anything out of this. Right, depending upon how you're resting it. Yeah. Right, yeah. You, you've vented the, the, the heat, you wrap it up, you put it down to a cooler, stack it with some towels. Put or it in a cambro. Put it in a cambro, that's right. Cambro is what we use. Um, it works out fantastic. No, but they should. And, and listen, it's it's a great tool for for us. Cambro is a great tool to use, uh, but two hours is like really the minimum amount of time because really, truly, what you're doing is is you're allowing a piece of meat to cool down and then pull all of the juice or anything else back into the meat as it cools it's going to suck it's going to it's going to pull all that mo- uh, 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 juice and as and everything else you've been working with back into the meat so two hours that, that's my thing right yeah i, I can true. deal with that yeah, yeah and for the, right. the people that, that are home that don't have a cambro and they're just going to use a igloo cooler or just a uh, mm-hmm. Coleman cooler or whatever it is. Uh, one thing I could suggest, okay, so hey, take that brisket and wrap it in a towel and then right. put it into the cooler itself and then maybe take a couple of towels and just like place it on top of that as well. Really insulate it. And then close the lid and just let it insulate and just let that sit for yeah. uh, an hour or two leave it hours in, or whatever. You leave it in whatever foil or paper or whatever you wrapped it in, right? Yeah. 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 That can go cup, that can go three hours, four hours. That That's a yeah. great point paper like so right now i was envisioning uh tin foil uh but paper is the same thing it same. still needs to rest yep you're still holding juice it's still releasing juice as it's heating up as it cools down it's bringing everything in um i i would say probably on um uh, the peach paper i probably would not go two hours no i'd probably go maybe an hour on that it's my, my personal opinion, uh, I've done both. I've not seen the benefit or anything else. I feel like you're releasing still, and the paper doesn't hold like tinfoil does. As much juice, yeah, right. 
So I, I think one hour after that, you're ready to go. It's still wrapped up. It's still sitting on a uh, maybe like a cooling shelf or something where you're able to release some heat. Um, but that's that's yeah. I, I really feel like that's the way you should go. Yeah, and yeah, the the resting is super important. And then once you've rested it for your hour to two hours, whatever it is, or longer, pull it out and slice it. Now it's time to slice. So. Uh... I, we, we mentioned a little bit uh, as we're trimming the brisket to maybe uh, look and see where the grains are running. Mm-hmm. And then maybe just do a kind of like on that one little tip of the flat that maybe do just do a parallel cut just a little bit to kind of box it off to where you know when you need to start trimming that brisket, that's where you start at. So, but if you don't do that, you want to try to look and see which way the grain is running so you always want to cut against the grain right exactly it's it's a great point but but why though like so people talk about cutting against the grain and cutting with the grain well it's going to give you that pull it's going to give you the tender pull if you if you cut with the grain it's going to be tough as shit right because it's going to be the long strands of the meat it's not going to break apart if you cut against the grain you're going to have tiny particles with just little bits of fat or whatever in between that's holding it together you're going to get the nice pool you're going to get the nice mouth feel if you will Uh, that's the way you're going to do it that's just how you want to do it hey so weird you you yeah like you guys are saying you have these huge muscle fibers that are running uh throughout the piece of the the brisket they're all running kind of parallel with each other that's right you have to go opposite of that just to be able to make this meat to where you could sit there and pull it apart no you're exactly correct but i i mean people don't really think about i'm not sure i really ever thought about like like how does this work or why is it so much easier this way versus i was taught a certain way so i Mm -hmm. did it a certain way but like why does it happen and 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 you you think about like it, it's it's like a muscle. A muscle runs all the way. It is a muscle. One right, but it runs all the way one direction, and then cutting uh, against it allows it to pull apart. Cutting with it allows the muscle to stretch. Right. You can yeah exactly. You have the so you can have the the, the most tender brisket in the world. If you cut it wrong, it will stretch. It's going to be tough as shit. That's right. So, which, yeah. by the way, I've been at people's houses for the so-called barbecues, which I'm not going to name any names right now. Mm-hmm. I wish I could. Right? It would be so good. And then go have some, like, oh, I cooked some brisket. And you go over and you're like, oh, dear God, I can see what you've done already. <laughs> like, before you pick it up. And then somebody's like, hey, um, do you want some brisket? I'm like, uh, no, nah, I'm good. I mean, you want to come with <laughs> yeah. small bites or something? I, say, <laughs> I, I don't like barbecue. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. Jane, don't be talking about me like that. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I just like mac and cheese. Uh, but no, but seriously, I, I've seen this and I'm like, oh. And then I, I quietly nudge somebody and go, hey, uh, you want to maybe cut it this way or something? And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. And then they start doing it like, oh, man, it's so tender. It's this, it's that. I'm like. That's a rookie yeah. mistake right there. So, yeah, definitely cut it against the grain. If you don't understand what we're talking about, there's a video. There's a video for that. Hey. It's on our it's on our YouTube. It's on our website. Go click. Uh, grabthebrisket.com. Hey, John, 
Is there only one or two? One what? Is it what? What is it called? There, grabthebrisket.com or grabmanbrisket.com. Grab Either one, same place. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. it. And now we're going into the the arguably the most like famous, important, the most important part of this podcast. It's my favorite part. <laughs> the ninety second beer review. Ninety second <laughs> beer review. <laughs> Nailed it like always. Wow. So bad. That's, that's great. That's magical hey. right there. <laughs> You're welcome, America. Hey, did anybody and else Russia. get goosebumps? <laughs> and Ukraine. I got the, the shakes or whatever yeah. that 1920s Canada. word. Or the dry cough. Uh, did anybody yeah. get the dry cough? Canada. And Australia. So right. we have the 90-second beer review. What beer is on tap, guys? This one is from Saloon Door. I went down and picked up a, what's it called, a, a what to say there, Alan? What's that called? Crowler? A crowler, yes. A crowler. No, this is a crowler. Oh, a crowler. This is the a can oh. version. They call it a crowler, man. Get with it. My, my uh, and this one's called Old Boy Amber. Old Boy Amber, I, I, which, by the way, smells very much like a little Ziggy Bach that we were talking about earlier. Uh, yeah. It's, what, what's the it alcohol? It smells that? really good. Uh, I see uh, 4.8. Nope. No. 5.8? That's what I said. 5.8. 5.8. Amber. So, old, big, old bag. Is it old bag or old bag? Old bay. We just old said boy. Old, old boy. Old boy. It's old boy. Amber. We just said. Holy shit. Just you listening, old boys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So. So, I really think right now this beer smells like heaven. And it probably should taste mm. like what Ziggenbach should taste like. I haven't like. tasted it. But With mm. the, I have not either. But I'm it, smelling a top 10 right here. Yeah. This, <laughs> this smells good. I'm smelling my mic. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. We're, we're, I, just to be honest. All right, so Dusty, we we've, apologize. We've you all drank this beer. drink to uh, be able to um, uh, participate along with us. Just bear with us. Yeah. It's all right. What? I got a love streak. You got the love street. Hey, yeah, well, you're stuff. missing out. That's good stuff. Yeah, this stuff smells fantastic. It's got yeah, that. It has like little, a, like a little, little chocolatey car- note. It, it, caramely, a caramel yes, note to yes. that. If you remember, uh, I was with y'all when we reviewed the love street at the barbecue cook-off at Houston Rodeo. And if I remember correctly, I gave it a 9.0. I've been buying them ever since. I'm pretty sure it's in our top 10, too. It so. is in our top 10. Yeah, that was a... That's a war pig. And that's a rookie score, by the way. Yeah, it's in a rookie score. <laughs> hey, you hate get with the program, dude. <laughs> right? Seriously. I hey, somebody send that dude a shirt. <laughs> the fuck? Jane wouldn't let me. All right. All right, let's give it a drink. Oh. Okay, I'll start the scoring off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No? Tell us what you think, though. That's good. Mm-hmm. It is, that's it, a good little chocolatey, mm-hmm. velvety little taste there. That's oh, a good looks beer. Cool. I think the the can makes my hand look small. Okay, <laughs> everything <laughs> does that. No, the I mean it tastes good. It is. It tastes good. I would never buy it. Um, I feel like he says that about every he beer. <laughs> He's like, hey, it tastes good. I'll never buy it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> just give us a score. I'm gonna go a solid. What is the flavor? Uh, I mean, I can taste some chocolate. One more drink. 
Take, All right. Yeah, give us a flavor, Alton. There's some obviously some chocolate in there. Um, I'm gonna go solid. Or versus a. That's about a uh, liquid for me. I wouldn't like. It's good. It's not bad. But I'm never. I'll never buy it. Yeah, quit saying that. Just don't give a don't don't tell people whether you whether buy it or not. Just tell us what you scored as. A authentic on a four point two. Four point two. That's low. Okay. Yeah. It's not his beer. Not your beer. I get that. I, I like the honesty. There you go. Matt. Hey. Yeah, so I'm getting a lot of sweetness. It's uh it, it is. It, it tastes like a sophisticated Ziegenbach. Mm-hmm. Right? Without a doubt. <laughs> and, I like Zing hey, you Dusty, you know you like Ziegenbach. Come on. How do you get more sophisticated than Ziegenbach? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my sweet summer child. Well, I have oh, not man. seen you this whole time, Dusty. Where are you at? Me, me and Ziggabike oh, go back like, like old high school roommates or so, or uh, college roommates <laughs> or something. I mean, it, me and Ziggabike get together and bad things happen. Mm. Sounds like me and my wife. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I, are you still giving him a score? Yeah, he's still going. I, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 7.2. Dude, I... I think Matt and I are on the same page of how we like beer right now. I'm a seven two. Hey, I'm a seven two on this one. (laughs) It's a good beer. It tastes great. Uh, I I want another one right now. I want more than a growler or a crowler or however you said it, John. This is a great beer. Like I, it's it's good. It's a delicious beer. It is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so crisp. I've never been disappointed by anything from Saloon Door so no, far. No, me either. I've liked, yeah. I've liked like, all I want to perch up at their place and just get smashed one day. Well, right? I'm going down there <laughs> tomorrow to pick up two more crowlers. 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 Yeah. Well, so I'll tell you one, what. Once the social distancing, once everything kind of clears out, yeah. uh, I see a remote in our future to where we go down there and... Record sit, a podcast. Sit in their brewery. And just, a little bit of a taste like, We all have like little little funnels or little tubes out to us, and we just pull the little cord and like. I like to imagine. The whole time. We, I love uh, it. Is that how it works? Great, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining something super. Yeah, awesome I don't even right know. Now. I like to imagine like maybe we took like a bunch of like straws and like put them together. Put them all together. Yeah. And then we. Threw it up into the the we, we the, poked it into a the into fat a, of the big, beer the big old yeah. still or whatever yeah. it is yeah, yeah. yes Charlie yes. Ch- uh, yeah what is it uh, Charlie uh, Willy Wonka Charlie Wonka yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly wow hey none of the, that's happening the, yeah. the schmearberries taste like schmearberries yeah. <laughs> I actually got to talk to the owner this time dude it was super cool like I asked him I, I was like this has got to be the coolest job ever right just making beer he's like well, how it happened was he was living in San Diego at the time. His wife was going to school or whatever. Oh, stupid California person. He's from Jesus. here. Okay. Um, Jackass. Right, I love him more. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he was out there and he was running a baseball camp or something. Like, that was his job. He, oh, he he's thought, talented. He thought, he's yeah, well, he played, okay. he played school. He played uh, baseball or whatever. I'd, I was like, I thought I had the best job, but I'd go into this brewery across the street from training people, and they were so happy. They were happier than I was. And, that's how he got started. He was like, I do want to ask that. about these shorts. So I love that. These shorts are awesome, yeah. by the way. I, I want to ask that. about those. Those bad boys. Yeah. Those bad boys are solid. 
Yeah, they're they're uh, superhero shorts. Those are my swimming trunks. <laughs> yes, Still soft right. shorts. Let's hear about this beer. Ninety seconds. Right. Ninety seconds. What do you got? Ninety second beer review. There's a view. That's it. And uh, we joke around a lot. Uh, we tried to keep it under the ninety second. Oh, mark. we. we yeah. There's a few we, times we've we, gone over just a well, little bit. Like twice, not really. Maybe. Though. Yeah. We actually keep. I'm going to blame that on Jan. Jan. Well, tends to go a little bit overboard. He talks on, like a I mother. Can't. Correct. I can't. James, what's your score? Uh, I'm gonna, and this may shock you guys. Yeah. Oh. I'm not trying to shock you guys. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this beer. Don't do something stupid. A solid. Nine point six. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Yes. Wow! I love this beer. Uh, that that means that brought it down. This is my beer. I you. This is your new go-to beer. Did. Like my new you're go-to. getting this every weekend. Please bottle this hey, and put it. In the are you buying it every weekend? I am buying it every weekend. I would definitely Ow. buy this beer. Yes. That means that brought right, James, it down, you right? And I have a have. You and I are really close in our our beer. You know, likings, talent, or you know, whatever. <laughs> yes. And so I, I've, I've got to try this beer now. Okay. Well, we're going to get a crowler for you and then we're going to get it up to you. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, hey, I, Jane, I guess I'll get my uh, score. Yeah, okay. well, hold on. Jane hasn't described the beer can to me yet. Uh, why, why haven't I gotten a description of the beer can? Uh, it's, a, it's in a crowler. It's in a crowler. It's a giant silver can with sharp written oh, on it. Showing. That's so disappointing. I love to hear Jane's. Oh, that sucks. I yeah. love to hear Jan describe the beer, the beer can. Yeah, uh, it's shiny. Does that help? <laughs> it makes my hands look big. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Anyhow, uh, yeah, my my glass is empty at this point. Uh, it's yeah, it's got a little caramel note to it. It's maybe a little nutty, sweet. It's freaking delicious. Super smooth. It's got lots of flavor. No hop at all. No, not bitter. No hop. But have you had a Ziegenbach? Yes, of course. Yeah, it's like a Ziggenbach, sort it of, but it smells like way, a Ziggenbach. A little bit, but it way smoother. Way better than Way a smoother. It doesn't have the spice like a, Zig- a Ziggenbach does. Yes. Ziggenbach has that little spice to it. I would agree. This is delicious, and I'm up there with James. I would give this probably a 8.7. Wow. 8 points? That's yeah. a great I score. I love this beer. Ugh, that's a great score. And I think that. Concludes. Probably concludes. Does it conclude? The, the, the 90 second beer review. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, that was loud. <laughs> That's magical stuff. Good. Whose cup am I drinking out of? That's your cup. No, That's it's probably not. Yours. My cup's right there. <laughs> That's weird. God what? damn it. Jan, is this your cup? <laughs> no, it's your Is it glass or is it plastic? You got it's coronavirus. Plastic. You gave it to me, Matt. I you handed it to me. You said, here's my cup, and I poured it yeah. in there. When? Anyways. But I was standing over there at the bar. Uh, John, it was nice <laughs> knowing you. Sweet Jesus. You're probably yeah. going to be gone in God. a couple of weeks. Burn it. So. How's that dry cough right. coming? Mm, I'm about to catch so on later. Yeah. Who's going to edit this? I have to go to bed. All right, so we uh, we're gonna roll Business. into really quick, Alden. Let's hit those guys up with the business. My Where can they dudes, get a hold of us? my dudes. We got Twitter. It is at Grab the Brisket. We got uh, Facebook and Instagram, both one the same as at Grab in the Brisket. And we have the websites. It's you know Grab the Brisket at no. dot com. Damn it. Grabmanbrisket.com. Email grabmanbrisket at gmail.com. That was my next there day, we go. by the yes. way. Hey. Thank you, Alden. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. 
Thank y'all for listening. That was my next statement. Appreciate you. Yes, can we get into this? Uh, I we guess, sure I, can. I got a little drunk uh, tonight. Not, I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Where's that big cane? <laughs> the Pull off stage. Okay. What? Can we get into our barbecue product review? All right, let's get into the, the barbecue product review. Uh, and really quick, we've already done videos. Uh, check out the YouTube channel. Check out the website. It'll be there. The seasoning that, that we were sent was from Smoking Ghost Barbecue. Oh, my God. Yes, Smoking Ghost. Oh, it my was, God. It was I, did not, I did not think I was like this, to be honest with you. It was good. Legit. This this it is a seriously really good. good rub. This is a good rub. Yes. This is a steak John. and brisket rub. So, uh, and we've, and quite honestly, check out the videos. We we put it on chicken. We put it on everything. Chicken, steak, whatever brisket, it was. Whatever it was, the seasoning tastes good. Everything was great about this. Uh, I don't know if they offered other. I think did they send it? They sent us a couple other rubs. No, or? this one. There's just one rub. There's, there's two bottles of it. But yeah, okay. it's their steak and brisket rub. So they are a competition barbecue team. I think they do whatever uh, in the competition. Probably not IBCA. Probably not Texas. But the rub that they have is legit. And it, this is not something like I'm not going to promote a rub. And I'm not going to put it out there just because uh, they sent a bottle to us or whatever. I can tell you right now, this is really good. Mm. Yeah, I put this it on steak. Legit. I put it on chicken. I put it on everything. So is this like, a, tell me about it, is like an SPG base to it or something like that? I think or there's, is it... there's a salt, yeah, pepper, it... garlic. Well, they all have that. Right. But it's got go, others. Go into the intangibles this, this rub brings, right? Little kick, little little savoriness. Yeah, it's definitely got the it's, savory, maybe a tiny bit of sweetness. We did, uh, Jan and I did. Well, I guess we all kind of did it. We did the uh, brisket point, and that video should be out by now. Uh, it was freaking phenomenal. And the steaks I did, I had, I told James, and I don't remember who else came over. I was like, "You guys got to come over and try this. This rub is ridiculous." Mm. It was good. Yeah. So, uh, anyways. I highly recommend that uh, y'all going out and checking out this rub and, and watch the videos. It'll be on our website. It'll be on our YouTube. This was really good. Like, if you had to score this rub, what would be your score? Just it's off, up off there in the top. Yeah, it's up there. This is one of the best rubs we've tried, without a doubt. It yeah. is really. I don't. I don't know good. how much the the rub retails for, but go it's, ahead and drop that eight or six dollars or. Yeah. Whatever it is, and yes. just buy that rub. You will not be disappointed. This rub is good. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Hey, we just made your barbecue better by doing this. Yeah, for sure. So, John alluded to, check out the website. Check out the uh, YouTube ch- uh, channel. We have the videos of us using this and trying it out and also all that good stuff. So, hey, hit him up. Who is it? Uh, the Ghost... Smoking Ghost Barbecue. Ghost Barbecue. Yeah, and I'll have a link to their website and all their their social media, whatever. It'll be uh, in the information for this this episode. That's fantastic. And it'll be up on the website too as well. Hey, Smoking Ghost, thank you for sending it to us. We appreciate it.
Yeah, we're going to use the rest of it. Actually, if you want to go ahead and send out, uh, what, another half a dozen bottles, I'm not we need sure. to do a little I mean, bit if, more testing. Yeah. Some of our listeners may need to try pork. this. So right. I put it on eggs. Want to send I, fried eggs. Yeah, I put I, it in my beer. So Right. So <laughs> this shit's good. Yeah. Hey, guys, can can I, like, is that sold in the stores? Like, like can I buy that locally? Or? It's not. No, no, online. no, no, see, it, it's a great question. It's not. So, uh, smoke, Smoking Ghost. Yeah, you're going to uh, want to hit them up online. Because this stuff is magical. If you want to order it, Dusty, they got a website. It's Smoking, or actually Smoking, S-M-O-K-I-N, Ghost, BBQ.com. And, uh, yeah, again, okay. it'll, be, it'll be in the description. It'll be on the website. So, got a question for you. Um, of all the rubs that y'all have tried, of the ones that I can buy at my local HEB, which one should I go buy? Uh, I don't know how many we've tried that, that have been local HEB, but the yeah. yeah. uh, only one I can think of even is, uh, is uh, War Pigs. Um, Hambone, and really his sauces too. Have you ever had uh, JP's AP? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> no, I've not. Well, I think you have. You well, just actually, don't realize I it. We've made that before, but not recently. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, anything from War Pig. If you're just going up to HEB to buy some stuff, anything from War Pig is is going to be a hit. It is. Yeah, and, and <laughs> you know um, the Fiesta brand rubs. Yeah, from Bonner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. those things are legit and solid. And for the people that are outside of Texas, they don't know about Fiesta brand seasonings. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, check those guys out because uh, there are a lot of HEBs along any store that's in Texas. And I, I'm, I assume the, they've expanded and whatever, but uh, no, James, they're only in Texas. Maybe not, but <laughs> one yeah. rub that I can suggest that would be super phenomenal would be their fajita rub. Mm, that's I was what thinking I was, the same thing. I didn't think you were going to say. I thought you were going to say either Uncle Chris's. Yeah. No, or, their fajita rub is Or their phenomenal. brisket rub. They're, yeah. they're, they're, uh, no. I, and I don't know if they say chicken fajita or if they just say fajita. Uh, it's a fajita rub. Their fajita rub is money. It is hmm. super good. I Actually, I like it on fajita. Great. Yeah, it says fajita. I put on fajita. I like it on potatoes. Mm. Yeah. Take some potatoes, put that Bonner's uh, Fiesta rub. Uh, it's phenomenal. Matt, what's your go-to rub when you hit up the HEB? I was just about to say, I just cooked some burgers the other night, and I bought the uh, Fiesta Deluxe hamburger rub. Nice. Put that on there, and they came out freaking awesome. Yeah, Bonner's <laughs> yeah, again. They got good stuff. But I also do like to pick up War Pig stuff, especially their sauce. Yeah, great no, sauce. Plus, you couldn't ask for a better guy, better family. Like right. those guys are doing it right. They they are, they, they were producing uh, multiple rubs, multiple sauces. Uh, they're doing it right. So are you talking about War Pig? I am. Yeah, yep. yeah. Go back and listen to that interview, episode twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. Like it. So that concludes the the uh, the. Doesn't conclude anything. It was just yeah. transition. You don't have to. It's no. the product. It's like saying finally. Yes. 
And that third. is the end of our product review. And fourth. No, I like it. Close that chapter. Mm-hmm. Now let's open the next chapter. That closes yeah. the chapter on our product review. Thank you, Smoke and Ghost. That stuff was fantastic. You know what? I really enjoy this podcast. I think that we've done a good job. Uh, I think we've been sporadic and just all over the place with <laughs> yes. this one. That's which a probably great is probably. Uh, the, I'm not saying the worst one, or it could be the best one. Mm. I, I don't know mm-hmm. until we listen to it. Uh, but I would like to give a big thanks to probably everyone that does this. I mean, John probably is last on the list of this. Uh, Matt, uh, for sure. Alden, of course, without Alden. Uh, James, uh, myself, um, probably, I don't know, uh, I, Passion Party Mandy that came over earlier. Mm-hmm. Just fly some batteries. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, and, and yeah, I mean, our family members, I can go to the list. John, you're okay, too. When I edit Thank this, you, and it John. sounds like Jan wasn't here, yeah, <laughs> that's why. Hey, Thank you, John. Hey, hey, Dusty, thank you for coming on. It was awesome. Hey, Dusty, uh, we, we definitely appreciate you guys being on. Hey, we're going to have you on more. Uh, it, you provide well, a lot of quality content for us, and we definitely do appreciate that. And then maybe can I just... Give a heartfelt thank you to all you guys and then all the people out there that are listening. Uh, please stay safe. Um, we glad we're, we're gladly appreciative that you guys chose the grabbing the brisket. I know you're not driving home. Or you're not doing the whatevers. And thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing Without before before we completely cut out. My brother listens every week. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Justin. Justin, hey, you're, Justin. You say you're, birthday, you're a Justin. giant bish. <laughs> Happy it's just, birthday! It's just, it's just do it ninety second style. Ah, that's so bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Hey, okay. Justin, I love I love the Coors Light review you did. Um, I want to see it on the worst beer you could ever drink review. How about that? Mm, that's it. Nice, magical. Later, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye, guys. See you. Just grab them in the brisket.